beginning the show now. Is this the show? Hit your gong. I don't have a gong. I just have three John pops. is going That's to be it. issued a gong so that he can officially no. keep Jim and me from making the show good. Mm-hmm. You don't have any hand in that. That was all Jim. Oh, no. You don't read my slacks. I do read. I read all your slacks. I'm a slack completionist. I go to slack as much as twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I see it every time. Yeah, you can hit me up in the Discord. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm gonna definitely do that uh just be sure to use hashtag john business oh by the way john has a new nickname <laughs> is it now hang on is it one of those las vegas things where what happens in the pre-flight stays in the pre-flight if you were to confess like like does that make me technically like a priest or an attorney if you tell that's, it to me in the that's pre-flight, not what it's, that's not what it's about. The whole thing is that you you had some trepidation about diving into a show where you didn't know where we were going. I still, that's do. the invention of the pre-flight for this show, where we would reassure Ugh. you by telling you, "Here's the lay of the land. Here's roughly where we're going to go in the show. Here's the plan." Even though it was already in the document, uh, in increasingly clarified form, it was good to have a little section where we uh-huh. take like literally ten seconds and don't get sidetracked, uh-huh. and don't go on tangents to explain. Here's the plan for the show. And then you, you, Merlin, yeah. you do that. I do this. You would be reassured and feel more comfortable entering the oh actual God, you show. Did this. Wait a minute. Am I understanding? You, you really, you did this for me. Yeah. When I saw one set of footprints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was when uh, Jesus Troopers walk single file to hide their numbers. Hide the numbers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the dragon called? A kraken? A kraken. What's it called? A crate oh. dragon. Crate dragon. All right. House um, of the Crate Dragon. Someone make that parody. Dude. Are you caught up? Dude. Dude. Are you caught up? Yes. Am I right? It's going places. <sighs> sure, but finally, I still, finally. Still, no spoilers, but my metacriticism is one that I've heard echoed many times. They just did too many time jumps for too long. You didn't get oh. enough time to settle in with the characters. Oh, I'm gonna write this down. This is uh, we're not we're out of the pre flight now. I'm yeah, to talk we definitely to the, are. Okay, so I can I can speak to I the. I clapped three times, but you didn't hit your uh, your your gong. I don't have a gong. You don't have a John. Okay, so number one, no, step zero, as you say, John needs a gong. Okay, no. uh, and then um, and, and listen, I understand. I understand. Like if it was just the name Aegon, I would be confused. <laughs> you do like Eric and Eric. Are you really seriously? T- I had to watch a, 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 a Command Alt Select X mm-hmm, on it because mm-hmm. because that guy that I like because okay there really are two twins and I, I you just see John and I, this is not the pre-flight right? No, Did you show. see we're further down? I added a bunch of stuff in in uh, in the show notes. More things to stimulate your uh, your interest in the program. You wouldn't much, you, you reject much farther it? Down. Go go look at changes. Yeah, no, I see it. I see all, all right. stuff. Yeah, no, it's there. I see okay, it. Okay, well, I, I finally have some follow up on twins, and wow, well, I can't abide them. <laughs> right. And I, if you, you're probably not going to click on that link. It's a picture of that horrible child from the boys who has an identical twin brother, and each one is more horrific than the last. I will not abide link? that. A link? Oh, didn't I link to a photo down there? Oh, there you go. Okay, I see it. Way down low. They're with um. With... Oh, I did not know that was a twin. Didn't know that at all. And it's I, like the, like the Olsen twins that can get around see, child I don't labor think, laws. Yeah, I, I don't think it's you know now nowadays there's been uh, uh, sibling inflation, and I think I think now they're looking for triplets when they get a little one. Yeah, maybe that's COVID. I don't know. We're through COVID, but um, but uh, I uh, I what was my point? 
oh yeah, I made some changes. I added that. Um, I You're going to the House of the Dragon Twins. Secret Buddhist. And you watch the Alt-Shift-X video. Okay. And you learn their Look, names are Eric and Eric. You're really telling me that there are... I, I don't even know where to begin with this. I'm really enjoying I really enjoyed, what are we on, seven and eight? The last two episodes have finally started going somewhere. And oh man, what the 11th Doctor does with that dude. Ooh. Um, I made my wife watch that and she wasn't that into it. That's a, that's Valerian Steel. <laughs> you think of what, what must be going through your, your family's head when you come to them and say, come oh, here, motion it's so them much over worse. to the television and say, you've got to see this? It's it could so, be anything. Oh, it's so, so, so much worse than that. Because first of all, I am fa- I have been famous about this since before my child could speak. That My demos are the worst. Things that have worked 1,000% of the time for me personally, let alone things that work 10% of the time. Like nothing ever works in a demo. And last night, when I asked my lady friend to please, please watch the 11th Doctor wield his Valerian Steel no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized I was on the wrong episode, so I had to go back an episode <laughs> and look for look for the white haired look for a white haired dreadlock man. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of it, um, but okay, that's just that's just bad preparation. You're but telling that, speaking, me. Speaking of demonstrating things, though, I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but someday you may. <gasps> Let me tell you. The the new generation does yeah. not understand the uh, the the value of. Uh, I have queued up a thing to the exact portion that I want to oh show you. Oh my God. I, I, with the kids in the shower, and I'm like, well, listen, you're about to find out what happened when Chuck was on the stand when they were trying to disbar Jimmy, and it's a really important scene. And I pause it, and the kid's like, I don't care. I'm like, what do you mean you don't care? This, is, this has an impact. Or like learning what happened to Hector, you know? Like it's important because you, you're going to watch Breaking Bad all the way through someday, and you're going to wonder why the man has a bell. Well, you need to go find out what happened with his pills. No spoilers. Here's the thing. I want to get this out of the way. I have a lot of problems with the way people name children in particular. And I keep it to myself because I'm a gentleman and I'm trying to grow as a person. But you're telling me you've got, uh, I guess, probably fraternal twins, I'm guessing. They both mm-hmm. look like Liam Neeson. No, they're, in, they're identical twins. Well, they, mm, you think, no, they both look like Liam Neeson in x No, they're identical twins. I think the actors are identical twins. Mm, Liam Neeson. Or maybe it's just one person doubled up. Nah, Liam Oh, you're saying it's an army hammer. I mean, I might be blinded by the beer, but actually, wait, let me, let me uh, go, go back a second and make my brief point about the children not understanding the value of demonstrating. Is, you know why this, uh, uh, how this manifested? No. I tried, I, for some reason, I found a TikTok that I thought was worth showing up to other people in my family, which rarely happens. Instead, and, it only let happens. let me pause you there to say, that's a gift. You're taking that, I, I think you or Alex, somebody talked me out of TikTok. It might have been Alex, because I was like, I got to get on TikTok. And, and and I think what Alex said was, you're going to find everything you need to know about TikTok from Twitter and your kid, right? Mm-hmm. And, and But in your case, you're bringing them out into Muhammad. Yeah, I found a TikTok. And I said, Look at this, I found a TikTok. Let me another human being this TikTok. And guess what? It's freaking impossible. Oh, because you, you got to go back. You got to go back. It. I see it you all the time. You cannot scrub. You cannot do anything. You got to swipe. You, you got to is... swipe and swipe back. It, like, it looks if like. you have on your phone, you have to go somewhere. You have to like put the link in a notes document. And then what uh. you have to do to show them is tap the link. Because as soon as you tap the link, it's going to launch the TikTok app and then it's going to play the thing. But yeah. when if you're within the TikTok app, there is no way to show anything to anybody. There's all only you can start do over. is hide, hide the phone and keep it muted <sighs> until it becomes the beginning of the loop again and then quick show it to them. 
It's the stupidest like, thing but ever. But TikToks least, aren't, aren't all like like a few seconds long. I mean, I've seen some that seem like they're like a yeah, minute and or something. Yeah, some of them do have a scrubber, but it's some of them don't. And it, I mean, at least Instagram lets you hold your finger on the screen to, right. to like stop it. Stop I want I want to show I want to show my lady a dog where a cat rides on its back and it doesn't mind, and then the cat gets off and the cat gets back on twice. But I didn't want to show all of them because my yeah. demos suck. But or, I, also, what if there what if there's like a twist ending? You don't want to spoil the twist ending. So you have to get it queued up to the see, beginning, but see, then yes, ugh. okay, I agree, so and it's it's right. Like again, you open up the TV, and you're at the point in the movie where something exciting just happened, and you got to go to bed, and you want to show it to your goddamn kid a few months later, and like it's already the the denouement. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying the TikTok, like basically, it's like the spice must flow, but video version. Like there is no way to stop it. What is the Firefly thing? Can't stop the signal. TikTok mm. cannot be stopped. Literally, like you can't. St- it just it just flows and it goes and it this, loops and it's like, please, f- just right. let me do something to pause so I can point my phone at another so human. So I can and use your button. thing and share it, share and enjoy. I know. So I, the I'm only t- you can do, the only uh, way you can do it is to send them a link. That's it. That's that. Oh, uh, please give me it's a all break. By design, I'm sure. You know what it is? Heraclitus covered this in in the pre-Socratic times. You know, you never step into the same river twice. And no. and I think that's that's kind of what you're facing here. Okay, first of all, you got twins. Fine, whatever. I don't think there were that many twins back then. A lot of it's IVF, right? Yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's you know, I, uh, Brady's bits. My uh, a dear friend of our family, my Dutch uncle and my Dutch aunt, as you say. Um, I say aunt, but my aunt and uncle Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Dutch. That's your new name. No, wait. John Business is your new name. They had twins, and also Aunt Joe was uh, a twin and and they were written about in textbooks because it was so unusual for twins to have twins here's what i'm saying you get twins and which is probably pretty rare and i realize that's a little confusing why would you name two male brothers homonyms i know we don't say that anymore as a joke it's oh well i mean like the whole there's so john we gotta talk about twins but like part of it is like no matter what you name your twins it's screwed up like in the, in that case, their kids were named Tom and Todd, which I can abide because again they were fraternal, and uh, and Todd had the the corgi uh, cor- corgi the the car, not the dog. He had the uh, Goldfinger car, which was very detailed, and I love to play with it. But but here's my thing. Okay, first of all, I get these two books. Now let me just get to the part that's really deeply confusing. Yes, I totally agree with you. Too many jumps. Also, uh, I, maybe I got I like to think of myself as somebody who's pretty good with faces. Because it offsets my my horror at knowing how bad I am at names. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, well, you got the lady who was, you got Rhaenyra, right? And you got Rhaenyra. I mean, it sounds like you're conjugating <laughs> verbs in Latin. And I understand you have Aegon who's first of his name, and then you got an Aegon who's second of his name. Again, no spoilers. But you got Aegon, you got Eris, you got all of these, and none of them are the Mad King. That's, that's later, right? Yeah, that's later. He's an is he an egg on? That's egg, right? I don't remember what his name is. Do you is. remember the guy who was the maester of the I mean, he the got wall? killed. He got killed by Jamie. A- no, of course, and Aegon's brother, Egg's brother, who was the maester at the wall, we learned eventually, no spoilers, is uh Amon. Amon. Mm, yeah. What is wrong with you people? Who's I think the 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 similarities and I'm, I I don't think that, I hope this is not racist, but I think everybody looks too much the same as everybody else. 
Well, you get old and you, you get you get face blind. So this is Eric and Eric, A-R-R-Y-K and oh, E-R-R-Y-K. Oh, when you pronounce it, I hear a difference. Oh, yeah, I can do say the again, difference. I feel again, like those, those names are a test of people, not uh, if they can pronounce those vowels differently. Anyway, they are played by Eric. two twin brothers. They're twin, identical twins in the no, show, and they're, they're pa- played by twin brothers, Luke Tittensor, T-I-T-T-E-N-S-O-R, I'm and sorry, well, I'm sorry, John, what was, hang on, let me get my drink here. <clears throat> what was his last name? Yeah, that's what it is. What? Yeah, what, what was the last name? Hmm. Not, you can't you can't be i don't know where you're doing the the, the i'm at my desk into, here but i'm concerned that, you, you, that there's going to be like like splash damage but i turn to sideways i turn sideways so, but and how far yeah it's yeah. on a different level turn sideways to the sun hide your thoughts from everyone er, 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 thrice the, the sun's done salutation to uh, it's a very confusing and sometimes i just feel like i'm just kind of surfing on the show look i know the doctor I know him. I know the guy from the Edgar Wright movies who really, boy, no spoilers, but Betty Constantine. Looking pretty rough toward the end. Uh, Allison, which is not a name. Allison is a name. Allison. Okay, do say the names again. Let me hear it. I'm too, uh, I'm trying to find find the, uh, the, all right. It's it's Luke Tittensore. Elliot oh, Luke Tittensor and his brother Luke. It's spelled yeah, differently. The Tittensor twins. You know, Luke is also one of the children on that show. He's one of the bastards. Be careful who you call a bastard in that particular court. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks a million, John. You've been very helpful as usual. I had other questions to ask you, but I'm just, I'm too angry right now. I still can't, I still have grayed out documents on my Mac you got to help me with. I got a bunch of computer problems I'm going to put you on. Um, okay. So, hello, everyone, and welcome to. Uh, Reconcilable Differences with John Syracuse. And uh, we're um, going to be doing a program for you tonight. Might be a spit take. We don't know what's going to be in the show. John does not have a gong that we know of right now. World by new order. There, finally, jeez. World. By new order. I turn sideways to the sun, keep my thoughts from everyone. Oh, is that the soccer song? It's a jungle, I'm a freak. Hear me talk, but never speak. Is that their song for, for soccer? Didn't they write a song for soccer? Uh, I don't know if it's for soccer. It's New the song that's in my order. three plus stars rotation. World. I want to say soccer, not football. World is this song. I think a world in motion. Yeah, yeah, that's their soccer song. No, it's just world is the song that I'm referring. You told to. me they have a song called World and a song. Is it spelled like 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 as in whirling something? <sighs> world in motion is a song by British musical group New Order, performed with the England national. Football team. Did you notice I added things to Britishisms? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, produced. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. 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 <sighs> Singer Bernard Sumner described the single to "Enemy." That's New Musical Express. Uh, they, they call it a lorry. As it's the, from the album Republic, which was, believe it or not, my first New Order album, and it's definitely a, oh, a, a special okay. place in my heart. Is that the one with that. Fine Time? The one with what now? Uh, some, the song Fine Time. No. No. Oh, is it the one with Bizarre Love Triangle? No, that's uh, dunk, Brothers dunk, in dunk, Arms. Dunk, dunk. No, Brotherhood? Yeah, Brothers, Brothers in Arms. arms. Is this yeah. <laughs> that ain't working. <laughs> that's the way you do it. Dunk, 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 dunk. I love that song. And the video is very French. And the Bizarre Love Triangle is the one about every time you see me falling. And that was yeah, covered, and then, that was covered and Frente, by... And then uh, Frente did a really good cover. Oh, it was Frente. I thought it was Sixpence None the Richer. Was it Frente? <laughs> Sixpence None the Richer is the Sunday's Ripoff Band. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> I tried to show my kid that. We you were know listening. the Sundays? 
we were listening in the car and she was listening to six Men's on the rich i'm like you know this is basically a sunday song not by the sundays and she was like okay. we're the sundays i'm like all okay, right well i have a special treat for you i've had this joke sitting in my pocket since probably mid 80s uh want to hear every sunday song Every yeah. Sunday, so that's pretty much it. Here's where the story ends. You're just yeah, playing it, but it's but I mean it's <laughs> it's also a lot of other things. You know, what's harder to play is uh, there she goes again. That one's got parts. I need to trim my nails. Um, it's just for that ensemble difference. Um, bad demos. Uh, now I forget which parts uh, were in the pre-flight. Um, we got to do a program for you today. Um, we um we love to get money. And uh, that's something you can help us with. And you can do that by going to your home computer set and visiting. Uh, if you, you dial up your Hayes modem and, and you go to Relay, they say Relay FM, but if I leave that out, people are going to be confused. Mm-hmm. Relay, I think you have something about domains here. Relay.fm, okay, slash RD, and then slash join, just like it sounds. And you can uh, you can choose to tie this money. And one of the things you get, you get. Uh, I mean, people people play up the ad free thing. I don't like to make too big a deal about that because I think it's a little disrespectful to people who give us money for ads. But it, it is fair to say that when you tie us that particular portion, which I think starts very economically, uh, you will get uh, ad free versions of this uh, very program, and you will get uh, bonus things. Um, I'm gonna wrap back around. You get you get wallpaper. And um, and this is one of those episodes where you're going to get some bonus things. And I have a feeling, I already have a pretty good feeling it's going to be high quality uh, John Sarkusa, uh, um content. Um, I can't believe you know the Sundays. Read, reading, writing, arithmetic. Is that the album? Yeah, that's the one with the, like, the fossil of the shell on the cover or whatever. Did you? So you were listening to music then? Yeah, hard to did believe. You, did you listen to stuff like The Ocean Blue and stuff like that? Did you like English? Or you, you, Why am I asking you this? Of course no, you did. I don't know who that is. You know, <laughs> you know one one band that's from the UK. One. Oh, I, I know a lot of them. Well, every one you've learned about, it's it's like uh, Brian Eno said about the Velvet Underground. O- only like 35 people ever listened to YouTube, but every single one of them started a lyric site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's where the story ends. A lot of bands sound like the Sundays. Would you like me to set you up with some C86 style? Would you want me to make you a mixtape of like a bunch of like wimpy, English pop that's not the Smiths. Would you be into it? I know you don't no, want the Smiths. I would not be into it. Hmm. You sure? I'm sure. I could put some real propulsive stuff in there. Yeah. I give you some manic street preachers. Give you some um uh maybe some uh what's that band? Uh, Love and Thunder, uh of uh, Bullets and Mayhem. What's that band that used to be Bauhaus? What are they called? With the Bumblebee. Uh what are they called? What's that band called? Uh, you know who I mean. You know Bullets I mean. and Love. I don't know. Yeah, signed- yeah, Eleven Rockets. Oh, there you go. That was close. <laughs> yes, Jaime Hernandez is famous English band. Man, I'm having a day today. Um, so that's what we're doing. And today we're going to have some bonus content. Uh, jumping ahead, John. Uh, we got we we talked about this in the pre-flight, which no one will ever hear. John Jim's not even allowed to listen to it. He just has to. He has to scan. He opens Isotope and has a special plugin that just it's a detect gong setting, and that means John thinks it's okay to talk now. What are we going to talk about in the after show this week, John? Uh, more of my silly home improvement things. Were you making air and whatever else we decide to talk yes, about? I agree. I agree. We can talk about Helen. Um, and we're gonna do that. Is there anything else off the top, St. Jude? Um, I think that's 
it. That's all, that's all the bookkeeping. You don't have to overthink it. So I copied everything out of the document. I pasted it into a text file. Looks like uh-huh. the next thing is follow-up. Follow-up. That's right. Follow-up. We don't say it like that. Follow-up. We don't say that anymore. If you have a oh, snail, if you have a snail talk question for uh, John Sarkisa, hey, John, what's up with follow-up? Well, what are we even doing here, John? What is it? This is your follow-up oh, no, on, this, on the Wisdom uh, Project that we talked about a while back on this very program. Uh, I, it's like I'm getting to where I can smell a beating. <sighs> okay. Yes. 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 I. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead so explain, explain your exciting developments on the Wisdom Project. Oh, well, I'm experimenting with how to export it as an EPUB that will mm-hmm. hopefully be coming soon. One thing is like, you know, a GitHub... A GitHub URL, and because mine's not at the root, sorry, I have a project that I do, and it's on, it lives on GitHub in a repo um, based on a recommendation from my uh, worst friend and, and dearest friend, John Sarkisa. I have a repo on GitHub where I put my wisdom. And I'm just at a point where I'm starting to think a little bit about like not next steps, but like baby next steps. And, um, you know, one thing that's been bugging me is if I want to point people to it, I got to send them to GitHub slash blah, da, da, blah, UUID style, weird number. And I don't like giving people a URL with the word blob in it. That has a meaning. <laughs> in com- that has a meaning in computers, right? Yeah, it sure does. Like a blob of data. It, I, do, would you believe that it's an uh, a abbreviation, an acronym? Uh, it's a, a global blob. No, an, an acronym, as in like the letter oh, stand for something, but you pronounce like a word. of bits. Close. Shoot. What was it? Binary large object. Blob. I wasn't close at all, but it was, a, it was a really good effort. Big load of bits, binary large object, OB for object, and a little reach. <laughs> Big load of bits, title, title, title. Um, and so, yeah, so, but I've been, uh, I've been thinking I should get a domain. And if it isn't obvious from the domain name I first have chosen as a possible domain for this, can, can I, do you want me to talk about this quickly? Is that Okay. Yeah, please okay. do. Okay, here's the thing. I don't, I called it, originally it's called the Wisdom Document, and I started calling it the Wisdom Project. I'm not that hung up about what the name of the thing is, except for the fact that I think having the word wisdom in it at all feels, it's a 75 cent decision. You know, calling it wisdom, and like I'm kind of trying to say in the thing, like I realized that this canon should potentially maybe be seen as a kind of advice albeit not advice for everybody, but part of it is like, oh, this is my thing. This is like, this is like things I've learned. And I feel like kind of a using the word wisdom. And then that is only for, and I've been encouraged by the only people I really listen to for advice are people who agree with me. So Alex has been great at that, but Alex likes wisdom and I don't, but I need something. And that's, there's a, as you used to say, prior art for wisdom. And so I, I went to, uh, I went to a domain uh, place and uh well we'll get to the as you say the money shot in a minute but boy have i ever looked in a lot of different places for different domains and of course it's all that scraping the bottom you know my wisdom dot online type stuff and so i went with uh my favorite one of my favorite suffixes i went with wisdom dot limo and that's, so, that's just, that's a, what's, that's your thinking, what's your thinking behind that? Is there I, anything? I, I can tell you very easily. I also got one for back to work a while back called back to work.limo. Mm-hmm. I just think, I don't remember when I very, I, I must've been on a podcast ad, maybe a hover ad somewhere, but 
I just remember when I first heard that dot limo was available as a domain. And my I of course I laughed out loud. And then because of how I am, my brain started swimming with what they decided not to include. <laughs> Do you remember that? What was that? Probably what, what at this point, probably 10 years ago, but there was this big I can, I guess, did this big push and like came up with like you can get a like Google has dot Google domains now. Like there's all these crazy ones. Like, and of course nothing means anything anymore. It's just it's just more addressable rooms in the building. It's like, you know, calm doesn't mean company necessarily anymore. EDU, remember when to get on Facebook, you had to have a .edu mm-hmm. because it really meant something. And anyhow, yeah, that's what it is for now because I think limo is very funny and people know the wisdom part. And I felt lucky to get any single English word dot anything. So when you first saw the dot limo for way back when, you laughed out loud. I thought it was so funny. And and you know what I thought when I saw wisdom.limo? That it was related to that Disneyland, Disney World ride? No, you laughed out loud. And I thought wisdom.limau. Limau. (laughs) John, you know what my response to that is? Lol. (laughs) Is is limau a a valid top-level domain? That's the question. I don't... I'm going to have to guess not yet. Well, I think you should register before this program is published in six weeks. Wisdom.lamau. Oh, man. If I could roll my own, I could, I mean, subdomains, you know. That, that undercuts the idea of your, you know, with your discomfort about wisdom, it was wisdom.lamau. Oh, yeah. I still don't really feel... understand why people say that all the time. I mean, I think say... I understand it from context clues. Oh, especially on like uh, bitter, bitter, uh, like um, dirtbag political Twitter. Um, oh yeah, Mike Pence has a lot to worry about, lol. And you're like, well, why do people keep saying that? Like, oh, I mean, are you afraid people wouldn't, like, well, why do you do that? You're a grown person. Why do you do that? Speaking of that, uh, well, or, or Lamau. Lamau is very uh, silly too. Are you, your ass has literally been laughed off? Lamau and lol. But it's not, so it's, it's, there is that the should text be our cartoon show. That should be our cartoon show, Lamau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the text incarnation of it. And then there's the way that you, I'm not even sure if you're imitating something or this is entirely from you. I'm, I think Zoe. I'm stealing that bit from uh, prob- probably Griffin McElroy, but I'm not sure. Now I can't find it, of course. But there was a uh, a sign that said, in case of drowning, call 911. It's a sign at a beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's not funny. That's, no. that's just a sign at the beach. put Lowell on it. Right. Well, but yeah, but like the but the in between the in case of drowning and then there was a little illustration as calling on the illustration was a person with their hands above their head, which is not what you look like when you're drowning. So bad sign. No a bad person sign. in the water with their hands above their head, but drawn as a pictogram. And unfortunately, the pictogram was a couple of wavy lines to represent the water. Like a st- stick it, figure in danger. Uh, yeah. And the stick figure was a vertical line, a circle and a vertical line. So it said in case of drowning, lol, call 911. <laughs> That's pretty good. And it's on Twitter, yeah. and I saw it, and I thought I faved it, and now I can't find oh, it. Oh, it's funny. That's funny, Bullseye. I like that. Um, I, you know, whatever. People should do what makes them happy. I, um, you know, again, I, this is a, you didn't ask this, but I'm going to tell you, um, is that, like, this is, this project is, is a, represents a lot of opportunities for me and me alone, right? So, like, the, the opportunity zero was see if you can write something without being distracted by all the things that aren't writing drafting so like you know <laughs> i uh one way that i avoid namespace pollution in task paper is that all of my contexts uh or whatever you want to call it tags if you like are, are separate letters of the alphabet i think this is very smart 
And mm. I and uh, what, what's D? I forget what D is at D. Uh, but anyway, I, I no, I, I go uh, W is waiting on W L. So instead of that, I use D for draft because I like draft because draft implies you're getting started, you're continuing, they're doing all these things, right? So part of that was like, like I say, goal zero was see if you can write stuff and have fun with it and share it with people, but not feel. Uh, as David Allen says, wound around the axle with all the logistics that, and I always feel like I'm ragging on Scrivener. And I don't, I'm not ragging on Scrivener. It's just the Scrivener, there could hardly be a more attractive nuisance for me than Scrivener. I don't know if you've ever opened it and played with Scrivener. It's a, it's a really amazing I, app. I am familiar with the app. Yeah, I think Andy Yanako uses it for tons of stuff. And it's one of those apps like a PKM, you know, like uh, Devin Think or whatever, where like you, there are people who can make it sing. But for me, it's all just like, settings and line spacing and all of this stuff. And like, I'm trying to avoid any of that. That's not strictly necessary. How can I put this? I'm trying to avoid doing anything that isn't writing. So that includes stuff like picking domain names. So, you know, again, down the long list of reasons, this is an, a project of opportunities for me and me alone. And down the line, I have ambitions for what I want to do with this. Not monetary ambitions, but like ways I've told you about, like ways to make this cool and useful to people and have it remain a living document. And I'm sure it'll, I imagine, I hope it'll have a better name later. But did you think, uh, you think Lamont was funny as a domain name, uh, TLD? Yeah. What would you, see, I would ask you, but like you, and I know how you are about names. Like you never want to be, uh, potato sucker 69 or whatever like not. <laughs> you're at you are at syracusa or j syracusa right mm, i don't even like the j syracusa is like it's so far I, down i'm below. the same way if it just like that it. there was this one time this is so this is you know you know what they say in equus mm-hmm. moments snap together like magnets one day for some reason i needed a second yahoo account for something and i already had the name that i use for those things and i needed another one and off the dome, I came up with that line from Confederacy of Dunces, which, I mean, uh, it's, it's confusing to a lot of people, no matter how often I try to give them a clue about what it means, hot dogs, ladies. But uh, yeah, that's how hot dogs, ladies became a thing. Was I just, because I can't stand that, like, you know, Merlin D. Man, uh-huh. 1966 cool guy, XXX kind of stuff. <laughs> when you were talking about the X's uh, with Alex, I'm almost caught up on Dubai Friday. When you were talking about, I uh, think it was the emo thing. I think pe- people who put uh, uh, X's in their usernames because the one name they want is taken. X, X so, runny mas- mascara. Yeah, so something X. that's super popular in the gaming world is not just X's, but they will do. I'll put it in the document. You can go look underneath under links. They do like oh, I'm seeing. Oh, like Charlie XCX. Oh, where it makes like a banner. Yeah, so I they do it. like a lowercase ep- x, a capital X, an underscore, then the name they wanted, and then an, uh, then an underscore and a capital X and a lowercase x, or variations uh, thereof, sort of making a little ASCII art banner around what they want. So then they get the name that they wanted with a bunch of X's around it like that. Yep. I'll give you my favorite one, which is two devil horns. And ordinarily, if I was really, so I'd give you two devil horns, which is slash... See, you think that's two devil horns, and I think it's a, a person uh, with a weird-looking head holding their arms up. Because oh. the devil horns don't go sideways like that. They're vertical because people's f- pinky finger and pointer finger don't extend out at that angle. You should use pipes. Okay. Oh, that's... Oh, interesting. I'm going to think and about... That looks well, like they have broken fingers. If you're, wouldn't, you you, look like, uh, wouldn't you look like... Uh, wouldn't you look like Pan's Labyrinth if your fingers were that long? 
Yeah, well, do you, are you, have you ever used a uh, computer device where the pipe character had a break in the middle of it? Instead yes. of being a long mm-hmm. vertical line, it was it's a short vertical too... line, then a space, then another short vertical line on top of it. Yes, yes, I've, I've definitely seen that. So weird. Where where the where is the you know single serving site or twenty page uh, dissertation on how the pipe character got and lost the Don't gap? I think that's in it. part of the whole. Oh God, I'm way out of my depth here. But like, there's all of those characters we've seen in the past. And now they get used for things in Unicode. But like in Unicode, don't those mean things? Like, isn't there, doesn't the end character like mean end? Like, isn't it functional as a character? But a pipe character is not a, not a control character. It's just a regular printable character. Mm-hmm. But it hmm. had the hole in it. It was a leaky pipe. Like back in the Unicode days, leaky there, was, pipe. there was a mm-hmm. hole in the pipe. Dear leaky Liza. pipes. Dear Liza. Um, you, um, Dear Liza Hole. Come on, you know that one. Wait, is, is that from Hamilton? We'll fix it, dear Henry, dear Henry. I don't know that. Oh, hole wait, in the wait, bucket, dear my, Liza, come on. My fair lady, what a stupid bucket. That's not the line. So close. What, what are we talking about? Is it my fair lady? No, it is not. Damn it. Okay. Hole in the bucket, song by Harry Belafonte, really? Oh. I don't know if that's true. I know the Hank Williams song. Oh, my bucket's got a hole in it. Do you like it better now that I put it in German Gothic? Wow. <laughs> the, I, I can't, there's no way to link to uh, all right there's a wikipedia page that's good the hole in the bucket what does it say it's a children's song based on protracted dialogue between two characters henry and liza blah 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 who made it origins and development uh a german collection of songs with a long german name that i can't pronounce okay anyway we'll put it in the show notes. okay well then in that everyone case knows the song but merlin but there you go everyone huh i'm gonna everyone literally everyone. Ev- literally i'm texting this to you wait a minute that's roderick here's you Lowell. Oh, that's funny. Oh my God. John, it does look like Lowell. Oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. Click on this. This is, um, uh, on my little blot website and there, there's a thing that I do. Uh, I, I like, I like, I like a good alt text. I know. You I'm, know I'm, I w- I've been looking at your site as you've been posting things. And at one point I went and I couldn't listen to any of the songs cause they wouldn't play. And I tried Did to they download say error? them. Did it you just showed the it? play symbol with a, with a, with a buster over it. An error. Okay. Was it on iOS? Yes. I think it gets, I tried, I had, I ran into that on my iPad yesterday. I think it's an I, I, uh, iPad OS or iOS related thing. All I'm doing is straight up um, HTML audio embed tags. But, and the, the files are just MP3s? Um, some, mostly M4As. All right, anyway, what were you, let's sidetrack. What are you trying to show me here besides okay. this picture of you looking okay. weird? Okay. With a meat what shirt on. Weird. I look amazing. Do you Here's understand? Cincinnati Reds hat. And, and your, little din- your, little, your little cheek dimples yeah. and your little cleft chin <laughs> yeah, and your yeah, yeah. fluffy hair sticking uh-huh, outside. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I still have that hat. It's filthy. I'll photograph <laughs> I almost wanted to do an A.L.A. Kelly bit just there. Stop myself <laughs> from doing it because I know it couldn't wait, do it justice. Which, wait, which, which bit? With your shirt and your arms, with your hair on your arms, with, with your, <laughs> with your chairs, with the straps oh on them, God, with the rubber, with the rubber feet on the bottom of the chest. One of my favorite and That's what he's complaining about kids today, right? I, I forget. Oh, these I kids, they don't the understand origins, with their TikTok, so TikTok and their lattes and their arms. Um, I think it, it wasn't the angry one. It was more of the, he was just naming things. No, but but he got some good Dan laughs out of that. Okay, click on that. And you know, I'm saying. Wait, uh, what am I clicking on? Oh. I uh, clicked the, on the link. It says some old music, October right, 2022. Right, just please, please. Scroll down to Diane Court 1999. Yeah. Mouse yep. over download and tell me how you would have done that. Understanding that uh, it's an Court, MP3. It's fine. I click on it. Yeah. Okay, but That's just fine. no, no. Mouse over the word download. 
Oh, all right. Yeah, I did mount it. I see. I see that it has a URL that tells me that the MP3 file it's going to download, which inexplicably begins with an underscore. Oh, sh- are you on Chrome? What are you doing? Oh, I see. You got a tooltip. Uh, yeah, I got an alt. And okay, so if knowing that that's about a character from saying anything, that's not a pipe character. You tried to do an M dash, but you did two hyphens. Says who? Oh, I have to. Oh, uh, you have to. Why? I I uh, I had a reason. I ran into this with uh, Jonathan Heffler yesterday. Uh, things get confused sometimes. Things get, as you say, in Pearl greedy about turning things into other things. Not just because of the font I'm using, but like on Twitter. Have you ever tried to start a tweet with an M dash? Or, or no, put differently, start it with an M dash or start it with two dashes. It makes it into this weird monster line. It's mm. really weird. I forget why I did it there. Now, how would you have done? Is it obvious what that was referring to? Yes, I get it. It's, it's, it's a picture. I don't uh, get why it has single quotes though around it instead of double. Well, so you know I'm seeing it or Peter Gabriel seeing it. I so when you mouse double quotes. But just double quotes are on the alt. You can't put quotes in quotes. You have to control you those can. out. Uh, ampersand Q O T semicolon. Oh, I guess I could also do a uh, do option shift bracket, right? Okay, no, I'll no, fix no. it. Amper, just use the entity ampersand q o t semicolon. What would, it, what would it take for me to get you on staff right now? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm really you I'm being can't dead serious. Afford my loyalty right now. <laughs> well, believe me, you can't afford to be my employee. Um, but but when you click on that and you see now, I was trying to think: is there a funny way? Because here's the thing: here's the thing. The second greatest thing that anybody can ever do is look at my alt text because I do put alt text. You may mm-hmm. know that there are projects weekly where I include alt text and things. You probably mm-hmm. don't notice it, but I, I, I like to put in some alt text. And I realize I'm not being very helpful from an accessibility standpoint, but I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. So when you mouse over to download the song Diane Court by Bacon Ray, which is mm-hmm. about a character from Say Anything, you see between single quotes, unsmart, uh, you see emoji for radio, and then it says, the light, the heat. I think it should actually just be a comma, which will save you from the M dash thing, which is also possible. But, but isn't Stephen going to ding me for a comma splice if I do that? Probably it's not. song lyrics. It's not a sentence. The light, the heat in your... How would you have done that? I guess you've already told me. I, I would have done it with a comma. I would have you skipped it altogether and don't do it? Don't do a funny tooltip? Um, I think what you did is fine as the, the little tooltip. Like, is that just the title attribute that you did that with? I think it's it? alt, but I'll, I'll check. Might be title. Well, title... Uh, yeah, that's title. I, you did his title. Yep. I, you sure? I just looked at the source. I'm inspecting my element. Okay, inspecting element. Now, I liked it better when Command U was the thing. I don't like the option Command U. Diane Court. Oh, see, it automatically does the IDs. Oh God, this app, this app is so good. Um. Okay, depressing song, taunt song. To be good enough. All right. Well, but I mean, would you do it as like? I mean, I do have a lot of computer projects to put you on. I need, we need to, you and I need to work together on this grayed out document problem. I continue to have, I'm tired of dragging things. I don't know what's happening. You, you said you're going to rebuild something, right? Did we talk about that on the show or? or we, we did, talk- but I didn't have any good solutions for you. There's some other ones. I got one where I use the clap, the played out clap symbol. Oh yeah. You can see there, I, I learned uh, there's no emoji for the platypus. Um, yeah. a surprising amount of them. I, I'm always angry when I try to do an emoji and there's nothing. Well, you know what it is? It's another one of those things where, like, think about an area where you're in, think about when you're somewhere with a certain kind of scarcity. And I always, I, in my head, for a variety of reasons, I think of it as the resort retail problem, where, like, if you're somewhere, like, away from everything, you're going to have to pay whatever it costs to get what it costs in, like, the hotel gift store, gift shop or whatever, right? 
like he kind of like it's that to me is a controlling metaphor for a lot of stuff in life is like, well, sorry, ibuprofen costs $45 in the hospital. That's just how it works. That kind of thing. And in this case, like maybe you're not going to get every kind of suntan lotion you want. Maybe the crackers are expired and you know, they're going to be, uh, be expensive. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you price that in. Um, what was my point? I, um, wait, what were you talking about? I've just I got just off CBD you, medicine. I was sending you some updated, uh, HTML markup uh, to okay, thank your you. title tag. Oh, do you, is this a, uh, would you call this a patch? This, uh, I mean, patch intervention, one of those. Do two. you want me to put you on this? So actually, no. this is on Dropbox. I'm, wanna, I'm on it right now. Was this a, is this a pull or a push you sent me? You sent me how to fix it. Oh, look at that. You did it. Now, did you do that funny thing that, where you did it right in the browser? I sure did. Is this, is this, uh, is this Chrome? It is. You got to get off Chrome, John. John, I'm all in on Wiper. I need, this is not, <laughs> are you in on Wiper? Have you done Wiper I feel yet? like you might be concerned that you're Wipering wrong. <laughs> Every, it, you know what? There's two kinds of people in the world, all right? There's people who wonder if they wipe wrong and liars. Yeah, Wiper, no wiping. So what do you, what wiper, is, is no Wiper wiping. another uh, Firefox w- derivative? W-I-P-R. Um, and there's a blog that I like who still posts blog posts, and it's called The Jolly, T- the Jolly Teapot. And it's a site I enjoy a lot. Um, it's in my wheelhouse as far as talking about like understandable but interesting geek stuff. And he's been trying this thing for a while. He's the one who got me on the blot, actually, was this guy. Um, but anyway, the, I don't even know the name of the person who does it, um, Mr. Teapot. He um, he was saying like, oh gosh, he's, he feels guilty about running an ad blocker. And so he's trying a thing that just turns off JavaScript. But guess how that went? He's like, that's forget it. I, there's no way to do this. I'm back on wiper. And I thought, you know what? I've got, I've cobbled together so many different content blockers off the dome, right? I've got, I've got stop the madness. And I know you're going to yell at me because I shouldn't have these. They're probably stepping on each other. I've got uh, ABP. I've got uh, uh, vinegar. Like I've got a whole bunch of those. And I'd looked at wiper one time. I hadn't bought it. Dude. I turned it just as a test. I thought I'm going to listen to Mr. Teapot and I'm going to try this. What we're talking about here is blocking nonsense on web pages. And um, I installed Wiper this afternoon, starting with my iPad. It was like $2. And now I got it on my Mac. I've got it on my phone. I got it on my iPad. And oh my God, John, it's the first time I've ever gone to those tester ad blocker pages, which are, you know, often about as useful and unbiased as a VPN testing page. But dude, I scored hundred percent at everything with wiper. Have you, have you looked at wiper? I like to get your thoughts on wiper. We, we write that down wiper. I I think I've said on AT before, I'm more frustrated when something doesn't work because of a blocker that I'm running than I am by the thing. But you just hit the thing. You hit the thing and you say reload. You know, I know, but I'm so frustrated, but I don't realize that it's the th- the, the thing that's screwing me up because there's so many bugs on the web independent of content blockers. I do yeah. run content blockers on my phone just to save bandwidth. Yes. But on my Mac, I try not to run them okay. just because I want the web to work the way people think it works. Well, you, you the listener to John Syracuse's program, um, I give this my official okie dokie based on four hours of use. Check out WIPR Wiper. I'll put it in notes. notes, notes. John, where, where can people find show notes for episode <clears throat> one nine four of your reconcilable differences program. Where do people find that? If you have a decent podcast player, it's right there in the podcast player. You ought to be able to go over to the show notes, scroll to them, swipe over to them. Whatever your podcast player is doing, it should show the notes because we publish HTML show notes that have links that you can tap on. If you're if, if you your don't podcast see notes, player, get a different app. 
Yeah, because seriously, if, if they, you can't see the notes, get a different podcast player app. That's the beauty of podcast player apps is we're not it's like we're on Spotify here. You can use this tons of apps to play podcasts, right? Sometimes you can even export your subscriptions and import them elsewhere. So it's not even that big a deal anyway. But if you don't want to do that, you go to relay.fm slash RD slash RD of the episode. Yeah. You know, it's a good chord is the um, the F major seventh. It's one of my favorites. Want to hear it? Sure. Let's see here. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm drop, drop tuned, but... Isn't that pretty? I'll have to take your word for it that that's F major seven because I have no way of knowing. Should play those Sunday chords again. Those are good. Well, now you just trying, gotta learn I'm, how to sing doing, with an Irish accent. I'm, I'm I, doing, I was having that discussion uh, with my daughter too. How about some some bands when they sing their Irish accent goes away and some it doesn't. The key part here, two key parts. First key part, you gotta make sure you hammer on that C. Let's see. See, their accent doesn't go away, and they don't sound like the Sundays. Sixpence, none the richer, Gabna. This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash diffs. Friends, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and for growing your online business. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and sell anything, products, services, even the very uh, content that you create. Whatever it is you want to do, Squarespace has got you covered. And there's so many things you can do with Squarespace. Uh, they got they got some bullets here, so I'm just going to cover a few of the ones that I think uh, are super interesting. Here's one. Guys, uh, this curls my hair. You can sell your products on an online store, Okay. This used to be, just for what it's worth, history lesson, this used to be a whole thing if you wanted to have an online store. Well, whatever you're selling, physical, digital products, you know, even your time, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. It's just part of the thing. You just go get Squarespace and you can do that. How cool is that? Oh, God. I mean, I think arguably one of the things they are best known for or should be best known for are how pretty their websites are. You can get started right now with a best-in-class website template, true, customize it to fit your needs. Just as easy as browsing the category of, of your business or, or concern, you know, like whatever it is you do. And you're going to find a great uh, template to start with. And then you can trick it out and make it your own, what they call customizing. Just some clicks, some drags. And I, I never goes without saying, people, it's really fun to do. It's really fun to, to um, make your website your own with Squarespace. They can just have that one. Now, here's the thing. This is the third and final bullet that I'm going to address here. Here's the thing. People are probably might be coming to your website because they don't know who you are. Had you thought of that? Well, how how, how are they going to find out about you? Well, they're going to have to go to one of the one of the uh, you know international search websites to look for you. And for that, we need something called SEO or what we hear in my racket call search engine optimization. Now you're worried about that. You're going to go become an SEO expert. You can go 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 through the forums and find out you know like what the changes. No, you're not going to find any of that stuff out because it's all built in with Squarespace. Get a suite of integrated features and useful guides. They're going to help maximize prominence among search results. Maximize. Do it. Go get in there. Get SEO'd. You know, this is the point where I like to say uh, a true thing, which is that I really like Squarespace. I use Squarespace and I recommend Squarespace. Hey, if you haven't picked up on this yet, I, I don't say that about everything out there. You know, just put put that in your hat and smoke it. Huh? I've been using Squarespace since Christ was a corporal. I use it for personal websites. I use it for business websites. The part I want to really get through to you today, I also use it. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I 
recommend Squarespace to so many people who need a place to put their stuff on the web, you know, for business or otherwise. Now, I understand this is a, this is a business thing. They want you to do business, business, business. But I'm here to tell you, anybody who wants or needs would benefit from having their own place on the web that they can take care of, maintain themselves, their team can work on it. Get yourself out of the webmaster business as I did. I, I'm retired now. You know, I, I don't get a pension or anything, but you know, that's, it's nothing new. Um, love Squarespace. So do me a favor, please just me. Hey, hey everybody, it's your pal Merlin. Do me a favor. You go to squarespace.com slash this. That's the AFFS. You're going to go there. Okay. You can get a free trial with no credit card required. No credit card required. None required. And when you are ready to launch your new Squarespace website, use our desperately special offer code DIFFS. That's D-I-F-F-S. That's going to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's, that's, that's going to save you money right off the price because you're a listener of this program. And because they're, you know, they bought this ad. But we love them. We probably do it anyway. Well, I can't say. And the point is, I want you to go to squarespace.com slash DIFFS. And when you sign up, you use that code, just do, go and do it now. It's got to be good for you. It's good for me. It's good for little John, little John Syracuse, who's unemployable. And it'll show your support for reconcilable differences. They didn't tell me to say it another time, but I'm going to say it just because I like them so dang much. Squarespace.com slash diffs. 10% off your first purchase. Thank you so much to Squarespace for supporting reconcilable differences and all of Relay FM. Okay, well, I'm going to work on all of this. Do you? Okay, how about this? How about how about this? How about this? How about you do it on a pro bono basis to start, just to see if you like it? Being my tech guy, I'm not going to make you my CTO oh, yeah, because I know you don't like titles. It's great exposure. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Um, and we got other things to talk about here. What? Forty seven minutes. Excellent. Okay. Um, Unclaimed ooh, property. Okay. I I have exactly one file card on what the hell this could mean. And it's a Simpsons reference, so I don't think that's what it is. Not well. I guess that was a tax seizure. Remember when Bart gets the factory? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. So, uh, so you had a, you know, John. John has added something to our document, and just in passing, this document needs a lot of work. You know what? Put that on your list. That's one. Put it on on your honey do list of all the things, the tech things you can work on mm-hmm. for me and with me. We can co work. It could be like uh, freaking thirty seven signals. We'll just keep our Skype open all day, you and me. And when I can't figure something out or I'm frustrated, <laughs> I can rubber duck you. That's both of our worst nightmares. <laughs> it really is. Oh, wait. Can we also have a Discord? Yeah. <laughs> Just you and me? <laughs> Just constant simultaneous live video feed as we try to do something together. That'd be great. <laughs> anyway, um, this is kind of like... Uh, Unclaimed property is a thing, the two words you typed into the document. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... Playing the lottery for people who don't play the lottery, gambling for people who don't gamble, uh, you know, that type of thing for more for uh, people who are more boring, let's say. Is it, is it anything like what what me and my kid would call a blind box? So I know we don't say that anymore. But like, is it like something where you take a chance, take a chance, take a chance? So I'll, I'll read to you from the URL uh, that will be in the show notes. This is from uh, this is from mass.gov, uh, the Massachusetts state oh, website. Oh. <gasps> Wait a minute. These are like, this is like stuff that used to be in Lost and Found. So it says the unclaimed property division of the Massachusetts State Treasury connects citizens with their abandoned property, such as bank accounts, uncashed checks, stocks or dividends, insurance policies, (laughs) or the contents of safe deposit boxes. Where's my dividends? The state holds this reported property until the rightful owner or heir claims it. Well, 
good for them. Gosh, I, 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 you know, I have to say, this is like one of those get hired at Google kind of problems. I don't know how I even begin to estimate how much of that, I don't know how much they expose at a time. Is it like a museum? There's a website and you go to in Massachusetts Gov and you're going to find out, you can find people's dividends. Is this me? Is this you? Is it's asking. Right. And so th- is, this explains what it is. Okay. All right. And then it says, what would you like to do in there? Two choices. One of them is submit a public records request to the treasury. And the other one is find and report unclaimed property. And the website for finding and reporting unclaimed property in Massachusetts, Massachusetts speaking of domain names, yeah. is findmassmoney.com. <gasps> it really is. Findmassmoney.com. And the homepage of that webpage says, in the last five years, we have returned more than seven hundred thirty-five million dollars. Oh my goodness! And then you just there's a form, and then it says, "Find your unclaimed property now!" Exclamation point. You either en- you enter your last or business name. You think this is fir- real? Your first name, your city, or your property ID. And the only mm. thing it requires: first name, city, and property ID are optional. The only thing it requires is last or business name, and then you search, and then it shows you all the unclaimed property that the state of Massachusetts knows about. Oh, I am not comfortable about this at all. And you can try to see if there but are you, any. But you're saying you could creep on creep on names you know. You could. It's unclaimed property. It's all you know. You public could, you records. Could say, does, government... does Robert? Does Robert? Does the late Robert Lowell have any dividends that I could yeah. collect? So I put in yeah, last name Syracuse, the first name John, and boy, there's a lot of unclaimed property. And then it has like the the co-owner, the address, the city, the state reported by blah blah blah. Oh, I hate this. I hate this, John. Why did you talk about this? I hate this. Look at all this unclaimed property. Now you can see most of it is not mine because I never lived at these addresses. I don't know who these people are. They just happen to share a last name. There's five pages of the stuff for mine. Oh, that's so gross. And you don't. Ugh, that's so gross. Holder reporting. If, right if now, you have, okay. So, oh the, wow. The, the interesting you'll, thing you'll see about this website is it doesn't say what the property is. It has property type. And the property type may be credit balances, premium refunds, accounts receivable, dividends. So an example of this might be something like um, some like 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 somebody died and there's a bank account you didn't know about. Like you know what I mean? Like they got they got fifty dollars in a savings account from the sixties or something like that. It could be anything. Like it, this one says miscellaneous intangible property, miscellaneous oh, outstanding hello. checks. Credit okay. checks, savings accounts, customer overpayments, refunds. Like, imagine you got a refund from a company, but somehow you like moved and the refund never made it to you. But well, the company I'm still getting those things about like, hey, click here, click. Hey, a lot of it just seems like a scam. But like, apparently, for example, AT and T or somebody on their behalf or their deponents are really like, you need, you could collect up to twenty dollars. You still haven't clicked. You piece of crap. What's wrong with you? It could be something like that. It could be like a, a suit. You didn't know you got an award in or something? Yeah. Uh, this one is it's a good, one of the categories is wages, payroll, or salary. Like maybe you left a job and you didn't pick up your last paycheck, right? But the company paid it. And so it goes, I don't know how the state gets it, but somehow they do. Why talk about odds and sods? This could be anything. So uh, I entered my name in this thing and I found a thing that had my name and an address that I had previously lived at. Uh, and And then you can like claim it. See the claim button next to each one of these things if you want to claim the thing. I'm not going to click it, but I get you. And then you, oh then you can file, then you file your claim, and it goes through a thing, and you, you know, it's not, it's not a complicated process. Like you could do it right on the web. You try and to claim. I, your property. I have to imagine the resources for this are extremely thin. Well, so that after you file your claim, you're like you're going through the thing. Like, wow, this is a fun website. I might have the government might have money that belongs to me. And look, there's my name, and, <laughs> and there's something, and it doesn't tell you what it is. It just says like doesn't tell you anything about it other than like the category of thing that it might be. And then you file the claim, and then you get to a screen that says, okay, uh, whatever the department has received your claim, 
you should get your money in like six to eight months. Oh, okay. And so huh. I filed it and I forgot about it. But then oh my it's God, kind of, double, reason, double treat. Yeah, well, the, the reason I say it's kind of like, you know, playing the lottery game is like for, the, for all that time, for that six to eight months, you get to think about what it might be. You know, is, is it going to be, uh, do I own an estate in the country somewhere? Uh, do is, I own, and, like, and just to be clear here, this is because, is it because it's miscellaneous? I mean, it could be anything. It could be like the, the, some of the anything. things like dividends, ut- utility refunds, you know, credit oh checks, uh, underlying shares. Like, <sighs> I don't know what these things are. Like, Dang. what is some of this? It just says refunds. What could refunds, refunds. be? Refunds. Like, my, I have such an impoverished imagination about how you, how one gets into a situation where there's, I mean, I can understand the whole like, hey, I think this place still owes me money. And oh, yeah, it turns out there's a check there. But like, Wow. And you know what I got to say also, John, just for what it's worth, I know, you remember that guy who used to dress like the Riddler and do infomercials and talk about money waiting for you, you know, Pueblo, mm-hmm. Colorado or whatever, Matthew, mm-hmm. Matthew, Matthew, question mark. It feels like that kind of thing. Definitely does. Although the other category, you remember, is heirs. So it might not be yours. You just might be inheriting something. You didn't know you had an uncle who died who lived <gasps> in the country, and, you know, and all of his heirs. You are... were in a will and you didn't know it. And it could be even a person you don't know. It could be a fan. That's right. It could be, it could be, that's what I'm saying. It could be anything. So I had my that enjoy, it, enjoyable period of time where I got to wonder what it might be. What is my unclaimed property? That's what so kind cool. of wealth awaits me. And then I got to be, have the time where it's like, I just forgot about it. And mm-hmm. then until something comes in the mail and it says, whatever, I wish I'd saved the picture of the envelope. It was like unclaimed property division addressed to me or whatever. I'm like, oh, here it is. You're Unfortunately, kidding me. I can't put this in the show notes because it has too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I understand. I understand. Personally, identifying can you, can you information. Just give me a sense would, of uh, yeah, like what's the general? Like to feeling? see uh, what my own property was. I would love was. to see. Uh, I'm trying to think before. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, this looks like a check. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and wait, and wait, what? Wait, the, but it, okay, you got a check here. Does it? But does this? Is there an enclosure that says what it's for? Nope. They just sent you a check for $8.57. The Commonwealth of Massachusetts Department of State <laughs> Treasurer sent me a check for $8.57. Wow. Thank you, Deborah Goldberg. And it only took six months. Wow. So there you go. Well, it's Free eight, money from the government. It's almost $9 you didn't have six months ago. But I, that was money well spent. I got so much entertainment and enjoyment out of this little endeavor. I was excited to use the website. I was excited that I didn't have to like fax something or go to a government office and file some paperwork. I could just do it right on the web. And I got all that time to think about. So just like when you buy a lottery ticket, you get all that time like in the drive home thinking about what you're going to do with your millions, right? Yeah. It was exactly the same thing, but well, it wasn't I, a lottery I, ticket. I, I talked about... About something somewhat similar to this, I was on um, John Gruber's show recently and was talking about AI art. And I was saying, and something I'd said to him in text a long time ago, because I'd learned about Diffusion B, which is an AI art generation app that I, I learned about that from him. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I can't believe you've ruined my life by bringing this app into my life. But I said, and here's my observation and curse for you, is that using those apps is a little bit like compulsive gambling, especially mm-hmm. on a slot machine. And I think he knew what I meant because you like, you put in your terms, you hit it and then you wait and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I wonder if it's a good one. And mm-hmm. you see the progress bar, progress bar, very Syracuse of progress bar. And then finally it gets to the end. You're like, oh, that was good. I want to do another one. I want to do another one. It's like me waiting around like, oh mom, let me stay one more video. Like, you know, it might be the look of love by ABC or whatever. Right. So it's similar thing here, but do, are, do you imagine there must, the reason this exists is probably just strictly legal, but I bet there's people who are like 
really looking for something specific, like going like specifically like, oh, I'm pretty sure my uncle left me money and nobody told me or whatever. Right. Well, that's the thing. If you have lived in multiple states, I think you can probably go to this, the equivalent websites in every state that you've lived in to see if that state has money for you. <sighs> but like, this seems like this, I guess what I'm trying to say, this is fun as a lark and I'm super glad it's been fun for you. But like, this must be crazy frustrating for someone who's trying to use it like, you know, in sort of a, not desperate, but, you know, in sort of a purposeful way to find something specific. I mean, it must if, be you, really if you were frustrating. looking for something specific, I don't think you should go through this website. You should track it down. Better call Saul you know, for in, that. In person using other means, yeah. Oh, you'd want to call Mike probably. Yeah, so if anyone in Massachusetts uh, is listening to this, go to findmassmoney.com. I love comically small checks and I never cash them because it's just, I don't know. It's just, I well, don't know. The thing is, if you don't cash this, it continues to be unclaimed. Do you understand? Wait a minute. Like, wait like, a minute. I wait a minute. To, wait I a minute. To clear <gasps> the books. I totally understand what you're saying. Oh my God. It's uh, like an it follows kind of situation. You need, yes, you need to get this and spend it. And Otherwise, this goes, check one. Yes. Well, you got to watch for paper cuts. It's such a problem in Massachusetts. Oh, speaking of paper cuts, no spoilers. I finally saw everything everywhere all at once. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh, you know what? I saw your review. I, I didn't review it. I just rated it. I saw your rating. Uh, you you were not happy with that rating either. I liked it. It was a great movie. Ugh. Ugh. Well, and you know how I learned about it? You probably know how I learned about it. Because you were constantly I, stalking me? I can't prove that. Mm-hmm. Hey, actually, you know what? Send me your social because I think I might have some unclaimed things for you. Mm-hmm. These nuts. No, it was that I was remarking on what a bad person you are for giving the movie Predestination 2014 two and a half stars. Yeah, you, you've done that many, 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 many times. Yeah, and yet it's still two and a half stars. I haven't haven't seen it since. I would I may adjust the rating if I see it. I, I would say reappraise, but what I really mean is get your get your mind right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, and in that thread, uh, somebody said, oh, yeah, well, I'll never forgive him. That's yours. I'll never forgive him for giving everything everywhere all at once. Three and a half stars. You, that's an unforgivable rating? What? That's a it's good rating. forgivable. Go look at the other movies that are three and a half stars in my ratings. You'll feel it's a lot what, better. It's going to be like Top Gun or something. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, I, no, I I'm use, just saying. What's wrong with you? Why I do you use like the, this? the whole buffalo. Oh, that's true. Nose the tail. <laughs> Your people use every part of the star system. I do. I, I re- you know, I respect that, but not in a way that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I love a small check, and they are so funny. I never participate in any of this stuff because they're obviously. I mean, like, I hate to sound like a nut. <laughs> do I? I hate to sound like a nut, but there's always the chance that there's some kind of jam up, right? And like, that's a thing. Like, there's all kinds of like this stuff moves quickly, and anytime somebody gives me good news, I always assume it's a jam up. Because the only reason anybody ever contacts you is about bad news, generally. If somebody's contacting you with good news, it's probably a scam. And this is how my grandmother ended up refinancing her house to have it painted. Because you know why? You're going to love this. You know why? Because they said they were Christians. She refinanced her house mm-hmm. to pay for a painting job, Christian painting I mean, company. I, and that, one of the things uh, that I think about when you get all these scam calls or whatever is exactly how over-the-top and, uh, like, unlike scams people who legitimately try to give you things like say you actually win the lottery the protocol for actually telling someone that they won the lottery you know or a sweepstakes they don't know is so over the top and and so high touch involving so many people is never going to be 
a letter that arrives in your mailbox or a recorded message on your machine. Like right, right. when you get like like cheap postage mail from like Iowa that says important, open immediately mm-hmm. for, you know, requested sender, that kind of stuff. But John, I think this is also, I mean, like I'm, I'm kidding, but not. I think when you look at, oh gosh, I feel so bad. I would hate, hate it if Matt Honan mainly became known for what <laughs> happened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put that in notes. But that was such an eye-opener for me in understanding the role of social engineering when we talk about quote-unquote hacking. And just that way that you can get a morsel of information from this place and then leverage it to get another morsel of information from that place. And pretty soon you got a lot of morsels. You've got mm-hmm. most of you've got enough of the puzzle to know what it's a picture of for sure. And it I mean, and that's why every time somebody says, and your current address is blah, blah, blah. And I, I say, no, you're not supposed to, I'm supposed to tell you. You're not supposed to tell me that. But but I think that's one reason social engineering in the way that it gets exercised a lot works is you, you and you can see this in like a lot of heist movies, that sense of like creating, agitating someone and saying like, you know what I mean? Like finding the one weekend when the main IT guy is away and the backup IT person is there and they say, oh my God, oh my God, this uh, so less and such thing happened. You can see something very specific, a very specific term of art that only they would understand. It's vitally important. You change this password right now, blah, blah, blah. Now, did you do it yet? Did you do it yet? You know what I mean? Like once you get people emotional, you're on the way to a scam. Yeah, we had training about that back at our jobs that they would have a similar scenario of like some, and did someone they posing they, as a did they CEO. Test you? They test my wife. She gets tested. Yep, yep. Then they like call you on the phone and tell you it's the it's your boss's Hello. boss's boss's boss. And Hello, you really this are is Mr. Boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but that, I mean, the reason, so jokes aside, I think that that ability to elevate people's emotions, whether that's about, you know, the Nigerian prince. Did you ever watch Our Flag Means Death? Uh, Probably not. It's okay. Um, there's a very funny bit about the the Nigerian prince scam in that. That's quite funny with the guy with the guy who's the uh, the slave guy in Game of Thrones. Remember the, the handsome guy who wants to marry her, and then he's in the dungeon with Daenerys. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's great on Our Flag Means Death. But I think when you elevate somebody's emotions like that, even a not very vulnerable person, and you know, you you hear this if you're like me and you listen to podcasts about this stuff about you know whatever it's not not necessarily multi level marketing, but different all kinds of scams. Like those scams where you don't hear about it because the person who got scammed is like a retired full professor and somebody built a relationship with them and their wife just died. And you know what I mean? You hear these stories about people where like, if you ask that person at the outset, if you ask them up to the moment they found out that it was a scam, they'd say, of course not. You know, Janine is is a dear friend and has been Mm -hmm. there for me for the last year and there's actually a term for this that escapes me right now, but it's the ability to go in. Hog, hog butchering, pig butchering? That is totally it. Was it a podcast? Yeah. What was it? Was it, a uh, it was a, a story about these long-running scams where they befriend you over the course of a year and then take you for a million dollars. And then what's weird is, like, at the moment that a less seasoned um, scamier might give up is the moment that they escalate. And then you, like, nag them. You, like, you know, blow them off. Because the, the story I heard was, like, every time this guy wanted to talk about anything except this money issue, the woman would get real stony and then the guy would get really needy and the texts uh-huh. would get weird. And that actually enabled her, I'm not going to say double down because that's not what it means. That enabled the scammer, the scammier, to actually then escalate the amount that they were asking for. Now the person's on the hook for more. And like everybody who followed, you know, the previous uh, president, there's never a good day to get off the tiger. If you decided to ride the tiger, you don't get to pick the day when it's safe to get off. And, you really, once you're bought in, once you are pot, as they say in poker, once you're pot committed, 
to like whatever this program is, your belief system needs to align with what it is. This person's never done anything wrong. They're the greatest person in the world. Because, and did you watch the Anna Delvey one, the Inventing Anna? I watched, I think, more than half of it. Yeah, but like, do you remember? Like, I think they did a really good job with portraying that. You So you got up to the point where she's talking to like the guy at the big investment group who should have known better. And mm-hmm. right. But like, he believes in her now. And he's going to look very foolish if he does anything but aggressively keep giving her money and treating her well. And I think that's how a lot of this stuff goes. I mean, we think we're smarter than the average bear. Anyway, no $8.57 check from some phony baloney lawsuit. Ah, I don't even want to put it in the bank. And they're going to know you got a bank. It's all right to cast a check. You want to take a look at your uh, messages? If I you, am. If you I dare. see. Oh, these are. So, Jonah sent me a screen grab. Oh, God. Oh. See, this should make you feel better. Jojo Rabbit? Really? Jonah sent reading. me. Jonah sent me a screen grab that purports to be all of his letterbox. It's not all. It is some. It is one screenful. Oh, I'm sorry. You finished the sentence. All of his letterbox movies that he gave three and a half stars to. You some gave Argo three and a half movies. stars, but Argo and Hot Fuzz get the same rating from you? Don't you think it's time for you to get your mind right? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, same as Argo? Maybe I didn't like Argo enough. With the caveat that some of these movies I saw only once a long time ago, and some of these movies I saw years before I had to give the rating. Mm-hmm. that's always the caveat of all of my ratings but all i'm trying to tell you is look at all the good movies that are here because that shows that three and a half stars is a good rating from me it's not a good rating what why are you so committed to pronouncing the d is it a bit uh it's it's you're, well, you're so smart you, you one is is that uh, like so many things on the internet i read this before i heard everyone pronounce it and it is oh, a I reasonable know. i know i know, I know. Yeah. expectation and the second thing is I want to punish companies that try to be too cute and leave off the E instead of ED. Letterbox D, Flickr, Wiper. I think that's you, too cute. You pay and they for should those vowels. I get that's it. Cute. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, the, the problem. Oh, and the third Ugh. third thing is Letterbox D sounds like the Letterbox demon on Unix. So there's, there's well, I figured it was a demon so. thing uh, or yeah. possibly a rapper thing. Because a lot of rapper names kind of sound like medicine. Thing, like, sure. like, uh, like, you know, like, like. Tenacious Cla- D, right. Yeah. Or Claritin D, you know. Yeah. Oh my God, this is, the, this is the most frustrating conceivable way to look at this. I never finished Toy Story 4. Can you believe that? Who would have imagined in 2010 that that movie would come out and I, I couldn't even get through it? I, I liked it. It was yeah, it's just fine. There's a fork. Yeah, there's a fork. Oh, and you gave Lupin three and a half. You gave the castle. Yeah, it's a Studio Ghibli movie. Did you see, have you seen the pictures of the, the park? Yes, certainly have. Oh my God. Oh my God. So um, uh, there's a Studio Ghibli park that, Sorry, Ghibli Park that's been being <laughs> built and put together for a while. And the, I th- want to see in the New York Times or the Washington Post, there's a beautiful whole bunch of pictures of what this place but looks like. But not enough pictures, clearly. Oh, a whole but, bunch of but pictures, still, but also but not still, enough. They had like four fi- pictures just of the food room. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah. listen, you know how great food looks in like Miyazaki movies? Like that man does ham like nobody else. And Ponyo loves ham. Mm-hmm. The pond, just a little plastic ponyo, so cute. But the to the food room looks incredible, and it's got the kiki. Well, it's hard to say kiki cake. It sure does, and the pancakes Cake-ay. and the sausage <laughs> and the mug with it. Look, look, it's me. Oh my god, it's it looks so. And I love the thing, like they're like, of course, like it's when they want to be environmentally sound and not have to blah blah blah. But it's also it's not meant to be Disneyland. It's in some ways it's close. Oh boy. Oh boy, everybody's gonna love this. In some ways, it's closer to like one of those weird Bible dioramas. 
Like, <laughs> where you just go and like, oh, that cross is bigger than I thought. In this case, you can see uh, you can see Ponyo on the cliff by the sea in the car with the guy with the thing. <laughs> yeah, there's also the, uh, the the Studio Ghibli Museum, which is in an entirely different place. Oh, in Japan. so that's a different thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wait, I'm gonna look at these in a minute. What is the line in the dub? Or sorry, the line in the sub that where I think that line is so cute when she says, "What a stupid bucket." What's the real line? I do not know. Okay. Because you always tell me it's when I when I say that line, I say it in that way. I've even, I got a I got a sound of it right here. What a stupid bucket. Paprika three and a half. Interesting. Akira three. Oh, John, you are not going to make friends with this. But, but you're taking the wrong lesson from this. The lesson is not look at all the movies that I've given bad ratings for. The lesson is calibrate your sense of how I rate movies based on the siblings, based on the comps. It's like real estate. Look at the I understand. comps. I understand we've got to pull down the comps. Now, here's what, here's what I want to do. What I want to do is take this entire thing. And I wouldn't tell you all this when you're coming in to do the test. But like you're at the mall. You're enjoying a hot Sam or a Cinnabon or an Orange Julius. You come into my little area and we're going to do some market research. How do you feel about this? Like, how do you feel about, let's say the execrable 1999 movie American Beauty, could you compare that to, for example, the utterly delightful movie Wreck-It Ralph? And they go, Wreck-It Ralph is about a thousand times better. So uh, again, you what remember about, my caveat. I would, I would say, I would say, if, for, I, if I saw American Beauty again, I would almost certainly downrate it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Uh, Saints, oh, see, these are, ugh, mainly across the board, these all, say anything, three and a half. <laughs> You did that I've on purpose. I've seen that one recently, so that is re-rated. Yeah, but, um, oh, that movie is just, that, that's one of those movies, though, like a lot of those movies where, like, at the time, you know? Oh, my God, John. Top, wait, uh, last one, I think. Top row, third from the right. Please say the movie and what you gave it. What, 16 Candles, three and a half stars? Three and a half stars. Yeah. You gave it I haven't, I haven't seen it in decades, so I'm sure it's if I saw it again, I would automobile. downrate it. Remember when he said Grandpa's Automobile? You remember that? I do remember that. He says Automobile. Mm-hmm. American Beauty is, there's a phrase they use on Blank Check, and I, I think, you know what? I'm sure this is in other places. I'm sure that they must say this on the Flophouse. You know that phrase, a movie that doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. With Avatar being perhaps the, the greatest movie that doesn't exist ever, where it's mm-hmm. all anybody talked about well, for a while. A- a- Avatar uh, already existed. That's the problem with it. It was called Dance with the Wolves. Oh, that's pretty good. What about Waterworld? How many did you give that? Well, it's in here somewhere, but not in the three. I'm going to say you gave it too. Well, this is really informative. This is, I feel like I'm, um, it's M- what they call ML, Merlin Learning. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. no, which Lord of the Rings did you give three and a half to? The long one, the one with the endings? No, that's uh, what is that? That looks like the Fellowship, Fellowship of the Ring is the first one, I think. Yeah, S- Spider Man. If I see Spider, oh my God, Spider Man Two, RoboCop, Ghost Protocol, The Matrix, all of these D- District Nine, three and a half stars. Should I see The Machinist? Uh, it looks it looks or, creepy. It's all right, okay. Bridesmaids, three and a half stars. Oh my God, John. I, I just I don't know why The Matrix was three and a half. I just pushed up to four. <sighs> Well, and well, The Matrix, like Say Anything, is a movie where it's real different to watch now. And I try to say this in my goddamn I, I dumb kid. I have seen it recently. Kid. I just didn't adjust it. Well, I say this in my goddamn dumb kid where I'm like, the problem is like, I, I've i got the criterion of Citizen Kane. I'm that particular guy. I am that particular guy who will say, no, seriously, have you actually watched Citizen Kane recently? Because I know you've heard like it's a really good movie and you saw it in college, but like, Get the best conceivable print you can of Citizen Kane and sit down and watch it with fresh eyes. And it's going to completely blow you away. Ditto. I'm also, because Blank Check is doing Kubrick right now, I just watched 2001 last week. 
I mean, these are those movies that were, and I don't, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an idiot, but I'm like, kid, you know, like Blade Runner, like Alien, like any of these, it's so difficult to watch this, to be a kid on TikTok today and be expected to, I was talking to Gruber about this, trying to get your kid to sit through a completely, almost completely visual well, sound design, obviously, in Kubrick movies is great. But you know what I mean? It's 2001. Very visual storytelling. So little dialogue. And you can't play Splatoon 3 while you're watching it. And, and but see, now, I'm trying to stop doing that because who cares? Would you give uh, 2001 by four stars? I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know. Three and a half, almost certainly. I read a movie can, the other you can day. Pr- you can browse this list at your leisure, again, remembering the caveat that if it looks like a movie that I probably saw for the first time before yeah. the web existed, no, I we, probably we, we get a lot have, here. And I, I do actually it. appreciate Oh, look at that. I've, re- I've reviewed or noted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's nine movies that I've marked. I mainly use Letterboxd for a nefarious purpose. It's one of the things that feeds my machine. Although I also do really like reading reviews by Dan McCoy and David Sims in particular. Oh, and Jamel Bowie. He has great reviews. Um, David Sims, he should be a film writer. He's very funny. Uh, I gave Fletch four stars, which is, you know, conservative. Thor. I almost watched that recently. It's really good. My kid's into Fletch now. We watched the original Fletch. We watched it twice. That aged better than I expected. What is inside? I gave it three and a half stars. Oh, Bo Bo Burnham. (laughs) Actually, I'm changing that to a three. That is a deeply overrated movie. Ugh. God. Um, everything's a performance. Uh, after hours, I saw... Oh, of course, Millennium Actress, as you know. I give Big Lebowski four and a half stars. I'm being real conservative with mine. Do you, do you use Tract? I do. It's neat. You know, you can hook that up to your Plex. I don't hook it up to my Plex because I don't well, really... Well, my, my Tract account is private and premium. Like my junk. And uh, it's private and premium. And so basically, I have it hooked up to Plex. And so it's neat though, because Tract is actually, Tract is one of those, like, the kind of thing that people were coming up with during the early Web 2.0 days, like, start with an API and then make a website, you know? You know what I mean? Like, almost like Delicious or Flickr in some ways, but like, it really is meant to work with other things. And if you're using, let's just call it my apparatus, if you have an apparatus like my apparatus, you know, there's APIs for stuff. And you could say, if something gets added to my Letterboxd wish list or my Rotten Tomatoes or any of those, the apparatus can assist you with making that into a movie you can watch. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is not what we were planning to talk about. I'm going back to John Sarkusa. Let's see, I think you're you're a friend, right? You don't write many reviews. You do no, lots I of don't. star ratings. I, and you know what? I... I I always, whenever I hear people talking about this or I see people doing letterboxy stuff or whatever, I have this thought in my head and then I dismiss it as something that should be obvious. But now, but then I think, you know what? You should say that on a podcast because every day someone's born who hasn't heard the obvious thoughts about the Flintstones. I totally agree. It's, I mean, for all of the obvious self-involved reasons why I do what I do, the other thing is like, this might be for somebody. That's why I'm putting this music stuff out. Is like I know well, no, my my thought is yeah the, the meta thought about hey you have a thought that you think everyone already knows you should just say it fine but the actual thought I have is probably the opposite of what you are thinking in terms of writing your reviews on Letterboxd. Hmm. The reason I don't write reviews on Letterboxd is like I don't know what happened to me during the growing up in the web 1.0 and web 2.0 eras or whatever but my attitude towards this type of thing uh and this is you know not probably a friendly attitude is mm-hmm. if I'm ever going to write 
something about a movie. <laughs> You're going to get paid for it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not that I'm going to pay for it, but it's going to be on my website. Well, you that's another I mean? reason to like, get a domain name and why I like, why I congratulated, saluted and thanked you when you got domain names to hang on wherever shirts are available for us or whatever. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, like, like, why would I, why, why would I contribute? You guys talk about email and like fast mail, like how many like months. And like to this day, I still, I don't want to say I regret, I don't, I do not at all regret getting and using Gmail because it's fantastic. Um, I love Gmail on the web. I love Gmail. It's really, really, really great. What I do regret is going all the way in on that as my, primary address yeah and that has i've thought about that as well and i'll get to that in a second but just for quickly yes. to finish up the sorry, thought sorry, on the, sorry, on, sorry. The, on the providing content and it's not that i don't want to like i understand the concept of a site where it's social where people who care a lot about movies get together and they write reviews and they rate each other's reviews and it's a fun show so like i understand that it's not like i don't understand how the web works right and it's not like i'm saying well my content is too good to be contributed for free to letterbox they have to hoard it for myself no one reads my website like literally no one like if you look at if the number of quote-unquote hits I get per day, it's like, it's just me loading the page to look at something. Like, literally, no only like, I'm not hoarding it for myself. But, but it really have, is the principle. Yeah, I know, but it's like, I have learned over time that if you, if you care at all about stuff, if you, if you spent more than 10 minutes writing that paragraph thing, make sure you have it someplace that you control, because someday, Letterboxd, they may go poof, and you'll be like, oh, I spent um, 10 years writing heartfelt reviews on Letterboxd, and yeah. they're all gone, so I always want to have it someplace that I control. Now, maybe then I could copy and paste it into Letterboxd if I felt like doing that and wanted to participate in that community. That's neither here nor there, but the point is, if you create something that you care about, you must own and control it. Absolutely. Right? You can contribute Absolutely. it for free to a social website or whatever. Even you can say, like, well, what about Twitter? You do that all the time. But, but it's it germane to, to Twitter, more people right? than realize it, I think. Yeah. And but like Twitter, like, you know, I'm giving all this free content away for Twitter. Well, a, they're really short and I don't think about them that much. And B, I do download my Twitter archive on a regular schedule. So do I have a completely when your local pal, copy of Your it. pal Marco did such an aloha thing for everybody who had a Tumblr. I, I think he did this on the clock, but I'm not sure. At one point, I, th I feel like this might have been, well, he must have had permission, but from David, I guess, right? But like, do you remember he made an archiver that made it so easy for you to download everything from Tumblr? And if you've never downloaded all your Twitter stuff, well, first of all, you should. Um, but if you've never, it's really well done. I think like mm -hmm. your photos are in there. It's all in like, it's all locally browsable as a local web like, application. It, but even if it wasn't, you're yeah, getting, yeah. getting like, all the stuff. And, but you could, you could drop that onto VS code or BB at the entire folder and subfolders and do searches for anything you want to find. And it's, oh, but you can do I think you can do searches inside the local web app. Have you done that lately? No, I've never done that. Just I so when that. you download your Twitter archive, there's Wait, like an JavaScript, HTML a JavaScript page. app. Like that. Yeah, just just double click the index.html page and let it load in your web browser. And it's like a fully functional, completely local website running locally with search and everything. It's amazing. Yes. Well, anyway, I just, um, and Google does the same thing with Google Takeout. I, yes. I download all of my Gmail on a regular basis in our local archives, because that's the thing that, that Google lets you do with through its Google Takeout service. And they'll give you all your content. So and with Google in particular, I mean. I, and I am not, just to be clear here, I, I am, I think I'm saying what you're saying, which is bad on me, where it's like, if, if I've unintentionally said, Ooh, free stuff, I guess I'll just move in here kind of thing that happens bad on me for not realizing that earlier. Um, but what I'm saying to all the folks out there is like, I would think not just about redundancy and scalability and backups and things like that, but I'll give you a really salient straight up example Dropbox, right? One of the miracle apps of our time in so many ways. Yeah, it got dumb, 
But Dropbox was freaking amazing. But one thing that was in there from, I think, the beginning, which is, like, if you drop an image into, well, it used to be you had a folder called public, right? You could hotlink to that from anywhere. And guess whose website had all, almost all their images, some on Libsyn, but almost all on Dropbox. So, like, my website, my old website that used to be my job, is now almost every page has broken images on it. Because one day Dropbox said, oh, by the way, in a year or whatever, we're not going to allow hot linking anymore. And yeah, like, that was, a, that was a bad move. It was a bad move. And because I think it was, very, if I felt very implicit in their, their brand promise, sort of like that this is the thing that, like, this is what we do, mm-hmm. is we make the bulletproof vault in the sky for your stuff. Or at least that's how I perceived it. But it's true for so many things. You, you might be amazed because it is so relatively easy to get to so many things because it's so easy to start using a service, all of those things and to get like addicted to it. Um, you know, but how do you get it out? I mean, I, I, I think about, still think about this and it makes me shudder a little bit. There was a couple of years where I was on entourage between Eudora and whatever came later. And I loved Entourage personally. It was a really floppy yeah, carbon. It was my, my favorite email app ever. Oh, the way you could attach anything to anything was so well done and really in the pocket for the kind of work that I did. The Entourage, the purple E app on classic macOS. Lowercase E. I loved it. And you remember Capital you could. Capital E, wasn't it? That was lowercase E. Not maybe Explorer, Explorer I'm thinking of. But, but, you, but you, you could drag, you could associate almost anything with almost anything and say like, oh, meeting notes, no problem. You could like basically say the way that you would use something like the app Hook today is to say like, okay, this thing is hooked to that thing. So all my meeting notes and all the contact information is in one place. But the thing, do you remember this though? The chilling thing? I want to say it was a folder, I think in your home home folder called, I think it might have just been called Entourage or Entourage Data or something. And you'd open it up and it was a single file that in my case was two gigs in size. That's... It's great that you've got that on your own Mac and everything. Like, of course, back then it was, you know, back then we hardly anybody, when I was using Entourage, there were not a lot of people using, what's the one we use now with Push um, IMAP? But most people were doing pop. And like, you could do those pop tricks where you leave it on the server and you could read it when you get home and that kind of stuff. But like, if your Entourage, if that single file in your Entourage folder got corrupted, you were capital S, capital O, capital L. And that's, that's, even though you've got that stuff there, that's scary. Stuff can be locked into your own house in a way where you, you can't get to it. And I mean, not, not to be all sunshine and roses, but like one of the things I love about Blot, this blogging app I'm really enjoying using, is you go to a page and it's got a button, <laughs> like a takeout button. Like, click this button, here's all your stuff. That's all there is to it. Um, I, really, I really respect the transparency of, what was the other app? What was that great, uh, that great app that Intuit screwed up, Mint? Mint was mm-hmm. like that. Mint was such a good app. And you could, it was totally, uh, or like, what was that invoicing app that used to be on Back to Work? Um, There's an invoicing app that did this. It was totally promiscuous. It would accept input from almost anything and then provide output to almost everything. And like that to me is like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not in the corner office. I don't know how you do that. But like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is for people who think um, it's not, it doesn't apply you might be surprised like how fast this stuff can go away or in the case of Gmail that like basically nobody's going to help you <laughs> if you can't get your Gmail account back. Well, the, so the Google thing, I'd, I'd made the same mistake of like uh, going all in on Gmail because I loved it so much and yeah, not yeah, thinking yeah. to get my own domain. 
right? And it's so hard to change it, the inertia of doing that or whatever. And having your own domain is definitely superior. But there is one thing that having an at gmail.com email address has over a custom domain, and mm-hmm. that's the, the deliverability, right? Until and unless Google decides they don't want to be in the email business, the gmail.com domain and the service that listens behind it probably has the most reliable mail sending and receiving interface on the entire internet. Whereas or like it just, it, just doesn't, domain, it just doesn't break or fail silently. Yeah. For the most, I mean, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about if they're, if your stuff is being, uh, you know, listed as spam or like, I mean, it's, there's so many things you have to deal with if you actually owned your own domain. Now you can own your own domain and just oh, forward I, to Gmail. I'm with you guys. I, do. I don't even need to look into this to know that I do not want to casey my way into having email on my server no way i don't make my own catch up yeah, that's not basically impossible now but there's lots of things we can just have domain forwarding change your mx records or whatever but anyway just having an at gmail.com domain lets you not have to think about that and offload it all to google well and like and when you go into like the apple store or anywhere like you can one way to understand market penetration is like you know like the way where you can do a long press on the period to get a uh, get a tld like you type, mm-hmm. you type G-M-A-I-L and then long press on the period and you can pick calm, right? Ditto, when you go to the Apple store and they say, how do you want your receipt? And like, there's a button there. Or, or for example, like right in Apple TV, when you're logging into something, like if your email provider is a button where I could type mm-hmm. my name at and it fills the rest in, like that's probably, I wonder if Hotmail's still in there. Yeah, it's still better to have your own domain. Don't get me wrong, but right. I do comfort myself. Oh, look saying, at that well, at entourage! Least, oh my yeah. god, capital E. Look it was lowercase on Mac OS ten, so people are thinking, no, oh, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, it was lowercase, but it was only lowercase Mac OS ten. Classic Mac OS. It was Mac a bloated, OS, was weird app, and it was slow. But boy, I don't think was it, it was slow? It had Icon Factory icons. Loved it. it awesome was, looking. Yeah, it was real good. Okay, so just to finish this one part on on a happy note, these are the four films. I I I don't know if I've done this. I don't know how to do this. I could do this uh, on Letterboxd. Uh, which has a silent D. It's not silent. You just said it at the end of the word. Letterboxd. No, you just heard it at the end. Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. There you John go. has identified four of his four favorite films up here on you the top. You have to do that. When you fill out your profile on Letterboxd, oh, they say. I'll see what I put. Um, pick pick your favorite films. I, I don't remember doing that. It's probably, probably Big Lebowski. They, they force you to do it. <laughs> I'm going to go look in a second, but first I want to read you these four films I went on a happy note. I don't know how many stars John gave these, and frankly, I'm not going to look it up. But your four films are The Empire Strikes <laughs> They're Back. They're my favorites. What's your guess on the ratings? Uh, Four. Hard four. No, I used the whole rating. Mm. I think you got a, you got a cracked bell for your How curve. do you not have any favorites listed? You don't have any listed. Oh, well, you know what? I might, you know what? I'm going to do it just to provoke you in a second. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. Erwin Kirshner, is that the guy's name? Yep. Um, The Godfather... Uh, the Godfather, 1972, Francis Ford Coppola. Goodfellas, number three, by Martin Scorsese. And Kiki's Delivery Service. Who's the this villain? This is not an ordered list, by the way. Who's they don't, the villain they don't in that movie, them. John? Who's the, who's the villain in that movie? It's the weather. It's the weather. And puberty. 